Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. This is Debatable. So first things first, we're we're gonna take we're gonna take some time and we're gonna talk about uh, the mass shooting in El Paso. Um, this week there was a shooting throughout the city of El Paso. As of right now, there are 20 confirmed deaths. Let's start off by talking about it's it, it's horrible. Um, loss of life is loss of life, and it's always always a bad thing. Um, what we're debating here today is not whether El Paso was a good or bad thing what we're going to debate is is the steps that that are needed moving forward the steps that that me and danny both think could either solve this problem or if this is something that that that's going to happen always like you said this is terrible we're not trying to make it look good or bad neither one of us are fighting that this guy was did what he did and he had a reason to do it and there's none of that going on here this is terrible. It's got to stop. And <clears throat> this, our society has come to the point where this is another mass shooting. And it's sad that we have to say it happened again. And it's becoming part of our norm. Every six months or so, we're having a mass shooting. And although we're only talking about El Paso in this one, over the past 24 hours, there's been three mass shootings. One in Dayton, Ohio, one in Chicago, and the one in El Paso. And it's just out of hand at this point. I've always been for the Second Amendment. I've always stood up and thought people can have their guns and thought... The government shouldn't worry about that. <clears throat> and I've always thought this was a mental health issue. Although I still believe it is a mental health issue. The steps we're taking aren't working. This is... It's tragic. And I, I understand some news affiliations will put call it an assault rifle. Some will call it things just to make it look like something it's not. It's an Armalite rifle. I get that. You can board it however you want. But these guns are killing people in mass numbers. And it's just... It's out of hand at this point. So, so I, I think you're right in the sense of there are news channels that are going to call the, these guns certain things to kind of advance their own agenda. But in your opinion, what's, I mean, what steps are needed to, to reduce this problem? I don't have a one-size-fits-all solution to this, but we've, the government's got to step in. And the mass production, we've got to change this this law that's letting these people get a hold of these guns. And I know I've, heard, I've fought the argument that people on the streets are going to get the guns regardless. But these people that have been doing it, they're getting them legally. They're getting them from gun shows through the gun show loophole, which it's too easy. It's We're giving these guns to anybody. This guy drove from Allen, Texas to El Paso, Texas with an agenda. He was able to get his hands on this gun. There's been concerns about him. His family knew about him, but he was able to get the gun. When are we going to, like, what is the need? Why do we need these guns floating around? If we can stop mass producing them and stop pushing them out like candy to where people can get them any which way, that stops a lot of the problem. I don't get why it's everybody saying they need their guns, they need this. It's our right. It's our, okay, it may be your right, but why do you need these types of guns well because it's it's all right like you said you tackled it it's the second amendment it's it was put in place to stop our government from becoming tyrannical if if you could arm your citizens with what the military has the military cannot or the the government i'm sorry cannot become tyrannical so what i'm saying is yes it's horrible that that it was done with a gun 
But it's never going to stop. I mean, murders, mass murders have happened throughout history. Always in for it's always going to happen. So I think taking away guns isn't going to stop anything. You look at you look at England. England, you can't as a citizen, you cannot have a gun. You, you can't do it. And and what happened? Murders with knives started started going up drastically. And then what did they do? They they put a ban on knives over a certain length. So eventually it's going to be there no sharp object. You can't have anything over a certain amount of pounds because it could bludgeon somebody. There's there's never going to be a way to stop people from killing other people. Like I said, it's just it's just happened forever. It's not going to stop now. It's 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 human nature. And what I'm saying is that killing isn't human nature, but there are those people that do it. There are those people like you said it's I, I think to be able to take a human life is uh without without warrant i think i think it's horrible i think it's a mental issue but there are always going to be murders there's no way to stop it if we ban guns well people are going to start killing people with knives and then once knives are banned it's going to be bludgeonings and and then strangulation and so on and so forth you're comparing apples to oranges these guns one first of all you said to arm our citizens to defend us against the tyrannical government well, first of all, the very basic gun, the M4, that compares to the AR-15, you can flip it to three-round three round bursts in the military. That's illegal for citizens to have. Secondly, these guns aren't protecting us from our government. It was put in place when they all had muskets. It was even playing field. Our government has planes. They've got drones. They've got everything they need. Our little AR-15s aren't stopping them if they want to take over. There's nothing we can do to stop the government if they're going to go that route. So they're not going that route. If they wanted to go that route, they're going that route. We're not going to do anything to stop it. Our little bitty guns, you can, can, we're in West Texas where everybody has a gun. Everybody's got a safe full of guns. Get all of them together, you drop one bomb. We've got a B1 bomber right down the street. They drop one, and we're all done. So that's, that's just, that argument is old and tired. We don't need it to defend ourselves against the government. We can't defend ourselves against the government. We don't have the firepower. And secondly, you said people will start killing with knives. I've never, nobody's running around and killing 20 with people with knives. It's impossible. Do you know how tired, first of all, you would be running around with a knife trying to stab 20 people and kill them? By the time you got the first one done, you might kill one person. We're not going to have mass killings like this. Yes, they might go into building bombs, but that's going to happen. If somebody's going to do that, like the Oklahoma City bomber, it's going to happen. And they're going to find a way around it. But to make it this simple, to where this guy can travel from Allen, Texas with a, with a rifle, <clears throat> semi-automatic rifle, walk into a Walmart, and just maul people down. It was only 20 people that were confirmed dead right now. The number could rise. There's people in critical condition. It was over 40 people that were shot. This guy was able to do that because he was able to get his hands on this gun. When are we going to step up and say, we don't need these? You can tell me the hunters need them. Go kill all the hogs you want. Whatever. Do whatever you got to do. But do you need that? If you're killing with that type of firepower, what do you need it for? I mean, I'm all for protecting yourself. We've got handguns. And I get people can still kill with handguns. I'm not this crazy left-wing person that's going to say take all the guns. But we've got to limit this because this is ridiculous. No, And I get, like I said, you can do it with a handgun. It's going to take a heck of a lot more work and you're not going to do near as much damage. It just makes no sense to me that our citizens are running around with these weapons. Especially with what's going on. We're the only nation in the world that this is happening. And if you're going to go and compare us to somewhere like Afghanistan or something like that. And if that's who we're comparing ourselves to. 
then we've got a lot more work to do than just worrying about guns. Well, but there's but but you're talking about these rifle gun back gun buybacks that happen in like Australia and and that are happening in New Zealand right now. I mean, they don't work. Not only do they not work, but there's no way to stop the mass killings. There's absolutely zero way. So yes, you're right. If somebody walks in with a six inch knife, they're gonna have some trouble. But why would somebody going to to just destroy take a six inch knife with them? No, they're gonna take something longer, like a machete, like like a samurai sword or whatever sword you can really get. So from. you're gonna compare that to the gun that they have access to now. Yes. You're bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the oldest argument in the book. You can't do it. But you can, and it does happen in England. I mean there there are mass it happened murders. One time. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about that people massive amounts of people dying from knives. I mean, but that's not a mass murder. People may be killing people, but that's not a mass. Twenty people didn't die at one time from one guy with a knife. They do it on the regular basis here in America. So then, what you're saying is restricting more freedoms. You're you're talking about a bigger government. You're talking about taking away the rights of an American citizen to defend himself. Now, I'm not saying that this was a, a defensive a defensive shooting because it absolutely was not, but. You're, we're never going to be able to stop people from killing other people. It's 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 impossible. Not only that, but again, it is your constitutional right as an American to be able to defend yourself in in whatever means you find necessary. So, restricting gun laws or taking away freedoms, no matter no matter how you look at it, what happens when the police start start jailing people for for being Christians? And, and this is a this is a theoretical scenario, of course. There's nothing. That's showing that the government is doing this, but what happens when they do that? What are you okay, going to do? But, fight off, fight but, off ten or twelve police officers with a handgun? No, no, it, it, it's not going to happen. So you're telling we, the citizens need the power to fight off police officers? So you're condoning killing of police officers? Nope, that's not what I'm saying. I'm using the theoretical, the theoretical argument of if a government becomes tyrannical, who's doing the footwork? It's not going to be the president of the United States that's going and kicking in the doors by himself. It's going to be the foot soldiers, which are the law enforcement, which is law enforcement, a.k.a. the police department. Like I said, <clears throat> if the government gets to that point they want to do that, they're going to do it. You're not going to shoot down a B-1 bomber with an AR-15, an AK-47, or 50 of them. You're not going to get them down. They've got helicopters. They got everything else out of our range. They've got gigantic guns. They've got 50 caliber weapons that can mow down entire neighborhoods. And you're telling me that we need these guns to protect ourselves. Well, there are private no, citizens at this point, who they're own not, those things. When has anybody ever used an AR-15 to protect themselves from something like this? A handgun is sufficient to protect yourself with the type of protection that you're talking about. We're not going to go out fighting the police because if you go out fighting the police, you're going to lose that anyway. Well, but again, you're talking about you're talking about another theoretical situation of if the government starts carpet bombing massive portions of of America. And so, I mean, I think you're right that that as as a private citizen, we're not going to you know just have fifty B one bombers lying around. But there are people who own those fifty caliber guns. There are those people who own tanks as private citizens. There's there's a whole industry built around going and recreationally shooting tanks. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's something that, that we would be able to fight against. And not only that, but for you to carpet bomb everybody, it's not going to be that way. They're going to have to have ground forces to secure different areas. And if we have private groups of citizens that can defend in a firefight, look at Venezuela. Venezuela has a tyrannical government. 
And when they tried to revolt, guess what happened? They all got mowed down because nobody's allowed to have a gun there, so they couldn't fight back sufficiently. It doesn't matter if we have the guns or not. I'm not saying that our government is carpet bombing. I'm not saying that they are coming after us, which is why I'm saying there's no need for the guns to begin with. Because those guns, you go give one of those guns to every citizen in Venezuela, they've still got airplanes. And these private citizens you're talking about that have access to these weapons, there's not enough of them. They're so highly restricted and watched by the FBI, they're going to be the first people taken out if we do get to that theoretical scenario where the government comes. And see, I disagree with that because when you're talking about these guns, it is for when the government potentially becomes tyrannical. And you're right, our government isn't showing any signs of becoming so tyrannical. And it, and it, and it I guess some of it is relative on how you view tyrannical, but... I'm talking about, again, Venezuela, where, where people are, are trying to revolt to get a new government put in place, and they can't sufficient, sufficiently fight back against their military. And, so and there are no telling, bombings. They're, they're not me. flying planes over with the help of the Russians. They're not flying over and bombing those people. They're, I mean, it's just not good strategy to bomb, because, yes, you might kill some of the militia, that, that, that's fighting against you, but you're not going to kill half of your population just because it's not, I mean, not only is it not good politics, but if you don't have the support of the people, you don't have anything as a government. Which is exactly why I'm saying we don't need the guns because there's nothing to defend ourselves from. You're the one that said right the guns were here, we have them to defend ourselves. First of all, we don't have the firepower to defend ourselves even if we have the guns. Second of all, they're not doing that. There's no need, nothing to defend. Why is everybody trying to use this argument that we need this law in place because it's our second amendment it's our constitutional right because but it's, it's not we don't you don't need it i'm not saying take all the guns away i'm not saying round the ball and i do know that some will slip through the cracks i do know that there will still be guns floating around but this type of stuff only happens because of how easy it is to get them well but but again no it's not happening right now but the the founders have they even said that it's not going to happen right now i mean nobody's pretending that it's happening right now but there will be a day i mean it, it okay but you know what is happening right now mass shootings beyond our belief that something we never thought would happen that is happening right now well yeah but but here's the deal even with the mass shootings people are still going to kill other people in, in large numbers no it may not be 40 people injured and and 20 died and and 40 there were 40 people hit but what i'm saying is so you're telling me right now that if somebody went into Use the same scenario. A Walmart with a sword. They couldn't take down ten people. They couldn't take. No, I'm, I'm they telling can't. you. I'm telling you right now. If somebody's swinging a real sword, they could take down twenty they people can't in a heartbeat. Because people have handguns. But not. People but when you start carry. restricting, but you can't. If you start it restricting take, rifles, then you've also got to restrict handguns. Unless it's some ninja assassin warrior, whatever that show's called. He's not coming in and taking ten people out. He might get one that he don't know how to. I mean, if you're doing that, you probably got some mental health issues. Which Agreed. need to be addressed anyways, Agreed. but I mean, he's not coming into a Walmart and taking 10 people out. It's just not going to happen. And even if he does, for some strange reason, that doesn't compare to the 20 that were done by this... Like, I've seen the pictures of this guy, and I'm not going to say his name. I don't want him to have any glory. He's not the biggest guy. He would not be able to swing a sword like that. He can... But he can shoot a gun. All well, you got to do is pull a trigger. I mean, you look back, but, but to swing a sword, I mean, you look back, there are ancient stories of... Of one man taking down their ancient large, stories. One second, one second, one second. But they're they're pretty well documented. You look at the Battle of Thermopylae with uh, with the Spartans. I mean, 
they took on a force that outnumbered all of the military groups that were fighting for Greece. They didn't take out any they, force. They still no, lost. No, they fought them back. But and they still Well, they lost. won the time, though. They won the battle. They won the overall battle but at the time. Yes, yes Persia that, came back. What does that have to do with today? What Those it, were, they were sword against sword. We've got weapons now. No, but what I'm saying is back, back then... All you need, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I think if there's a if there's a ten year old that walks into a store with a with with a sword, he's not going to do too much damage. But any average size person could go into a store, and I'm going to use the Walmart as an example again. Anybody can go into a Walmart with a sword because swords are weighted. If you go into a sword, if you go into a Walmart and your sword is sharp. It doesn't, it doesn't matter really how hard you're hitting. The sword is going to do the work for you. This argument is ridiculous that you're trying to compare that. Because, one, if I see someone walk into a Walmart with the sword, I'm just going to run away and or tackle him. And I might get hit, but he's going to be on the ground. Now, if I try to run away from the guy with the AR-15 or the AK-47, I'm getting shot. And I'm going down, and he's shooting 10 other people right next to me. But if he's got a sword, that's not happening. So it's a ridiculous but, argument. But the overall, no, it's. I mean, it's a perfect argument because the overall point is, no matter what you do. So if you re, if you restrict these guns, you have to restrict handguns, no matter which no, way. No, you, you don't. Yes, you do because if you restrict, because getting the gun is how you would have to restrict it. So there's still going to be criminals that are that are that are getting these guns and putting them on the black market. And to say that that isn't going to happen is wrong because there's tons of guns that are being taken up by criminals that are unmarked okay and that's fine none of these mass shootings were done by unmarked criminals they were done by guns purchased by legal people who did it the right way that's, but, but they but, took them from their but parents you're not, took but them that's from not, but my point is that no matter how you look at it there's always going to be gun violence no matter how you look at it people are going to kill other people no, there's no good argument for getting rid of guns because yes this one time it happened this isn't one time that's the problem this one time, and how many times have there this been is, Columbine? This has been going on since Columbine, and it's increased drastically over the past few years. And I think a lot of it comes from our news people glorifying these, not necessarily glorifying them, but they're getting their name in the news like they wanted. But it comes from these agendas and the access to the gun. Why would we not, like, we could prevent, half of these could have been prevented by not allowing these guns into society. But they would they would go into the society because, like you said, I agree with you that it's a mental health issue. So you're telling me that somebody with an extreme mental health issue couldn't get his hands, his or her hands, on a gun. Let me put it to you this way. In any way? They could if they worked hard enough. But you're telling me that the best solution here is to leave everything alone so the guy with the mental health issue has a gun in the other room? No, accessible my solution, to him? No, my solution is to arm the average citizen further do more gun training because i i think we can both agree that a lot of a lot of a lot of the stigma of guns comes from media sources pressing no, their own no no no, no. what i'm saying comes from people killing 20 people at one time no the stigma comes from not knowing guns and so when you disarm a civilization they become they become subjects we're the only country in the world that we're not subjects of somebody. There's no other country in the world that is as free as we are, and that's due to the fact... I mean, why do you think we don't get raided, or we don't get invaded, I'm sorry, by other countries? It's because they know that the citizens can fight back sufficiently. That's not the reason they don't invade. They don't, they don't invade because we have the strongest military force in the world. Japan in 1940... or uh, Japan in World War II, they asked the emperor, they said, why did you not 
invade the mainland of the United States, and I quote, because there is a gun behind every single blade of grass. That is his exact that's quote. That's just ridiculous. He, like, that's a dumb argument by his, on his part. He was just cowardice and went out. And what did he do? Well, no. He what did he bombed, do? How did he attack? He bombed Pearl Harbor. He okay. Thought, and what, what have citizens' guns stopped in that case? Well, no, not in Nothing. that case, but it stopped the invasion. He said himself what that the reason the that is... he didn't invade the United States is because the citizens were so well armed that they could fight back. That's just, but they wouldn't have been able to fight back. That's just cowardice on his part. Like no, I'm, I'm glad smart. he didn't, but I mean, it's cowardice on his part. No, Our smart citizens cannot stop bombs with AR-15s. Well, firstly, that's well that that's an that that's not a very good argument because to be able to bomb sufficiently. The the United States, you would have to have trillions upon trillions upon trillions which upon is, trillions of dollars, which you can't get. And so the fact still remains that the reason that we're not getting invaded on top of, you're right, we do have the strongest military in the world. And that is a big push factor because not a lot of people want to pick on us. But it's because these people know that not only are you fighting the military, but you're fighting citizens. No, not I'm fighting not fighting the citizens yeah. because the citizens aren't allowed... If we get attacked today, citizens are bunkering down. We're not out fighting. There might be a few militiamen out there thinking they're heroes, but the military is going to come protect us. That's their job. They will be here. We will be bunkered down and safe because we're protected by our great military. No, we are protected by our great military, and that's that's not my argument. So you're telling me right now, if China invades and they walk into your front and they walk up to your front door and they're going to try to break in and use your house, you're not going to fight them. You're just going to say, "Hey, come on in." No, I'm telling you right now, if China come, if if the Chinese army comes to my front door and they say we're using your house. I'm telling you right now, they're getting there. I'm going down because I'm going to take out as many people as I can. And you just can't sustain an army where you're fighting civilians as, and as a gun owner, the military. With I have a couple of handguns and a shotgun. I mean, I'm gonna try to fight. I'm not taking anybody with me. They've got vest on they've got enough to they've got bigger guns than me my even if i had an ar-15 i'm not taking down a squadron of chinese this isn't red dawn we're not all freaking prepared like they were we we would not be able to do anything to them well that if they came in the average citizen will not be able to protect themselves the viet which is why we have the military we have in vietnam that is literally what happened the the citizens took a militia not only did they fight and take over Vietnam, but they fought the American army back, they fought the French army back, they fought the English army back, and they even fought China back. I mean, these are average citizens who... They're got, not average citizens. They were trained. They were militiamen. No, they and they were in the, the jungle. Men, they, no, it they was mostly not. terrain that say, that helped them win. It was terrain. The Americans have talked about how they couldn't get through the jungle. They well, had tunnels. They had... Like, they it was not just the no, weapons. No, and, and I mean, it does come down to, and that's another thing, is if China comes here, they, they don't know this area as well as you do, but the Viet Minh were, were average citizens that were fighting the French because they wanted their own independence. That is exactly how the Vietnam War was fought, was by average citizens. It These, was not average yes, citizens. It was. They were sending out their best men, their strongest men, their most trained men. They were training there, for there their were They were there fighting. There were women in those armies, though. I don't mean men in the sense of gender. I mean people. But they were waiting for that. They had fought their whole lives. They'd been invaded multiple times. They were ready for that. We're not ready. But the and the amount of no amount of guns will make us ready. Go give a gun to everybody in this house, and only one of us in this house is trained with it. Maybe two of us can shoot it. No, but but that's what I, no. But the point that I'm making is in Vietnam, they won an entire war 
with average citizens. And that is exactly what our founders had in mind when they gave us the right to bear arms. And, and you just I'm not, said I'm it not, was to protect us against our own government. Well, yes, I know, but... That, well, that's that's exactly what it was, but it's it's still the right to stay armed. I mean, f- from both foreign and domestic threats. When the Second Amendment came in, what kind of guns did they have? But that has nothing to do with that anything. has it's everything still the to do with right it. It was arms. a fair fight. It was an equal fight. Nowadays, we will not protect ourselves against any military forces, citizens. Our I, military will, and our military will kick anybody's butt, including our citizens. But if it came down to it, I disagree. When I mean the the average, honestly, the American citizen outnumbers both Army, Navy, Marine, and Air Force. I think it's it's seven not a numbers game. It is a numbers. It game. takes one plane to kill a hundred thousand people. Yes, but again, you've also got to get so you you've also got to assume here we're we would be able to protect ourselves because we have we have the ammunition we have the the utilities to fight off a tyrannical government we do not or, yes we do, do you have any type of protective vest at home do you have one of these guns at your house do you have anything that would even do you have a, the average citizen have enough ammunition to even take out one military person if well, it came down well, let's to talk, it okay so let's talk about what happened so let's say let's say and this is a, this is again i'm going to go a little theoretical here the United States government in 200 years becomes tyrannical. And let's say everything stays the same in America. You know, no more government takeover of anything. Everything everything stays about the same. Who owns these gun shops? Private citizens. They would be Who shut owns... down before the government ever came in. The government controls them. No, they yes, don't. Yes, they do. The NR... Are you telling me that the NRA is a government-run entity? No, because but it... you have to go into a gun shop, get a background check, which is controlled by the government. The government has count. They know where all these guns are. No, what I'm saying is that the military won't be able to get their hands on enough guns or ammunition Austin, or food. It would, it would or... take one little bitty bomb to take out the five gun stores we have in this town. But again, you can't bomb everybody just because the resources aren't there. But if they're going to attack the us, they can. But the resources, yes. But if it there came will down be casualties. To that. There will be casualties. I'm not saying that the that the citizens so, would take on the military and it would be like, oh, we lost four and we took out we took down the entire government. What I'm saying is that if it came down to it, we could fight off the government. No, we couldn't. There's we no could. possible way. We, we have could. the world's greatest military. Agreed. We they are the one percent and they're called the one percent because of what they do because they're able to go out and take out any obstacle and that would and I'm and this is all theoretical. All theoretical. One we would not be able to defend ourselves against our own government. It just would not happen. That's just it, like that's a dream if you think that. But second law, it's not happening. It's not. There's no sign of it happening. Wait, wait, what, wait, like wait, I wait, said, time out. What do you they are no not attacking us. They're not trying to stop us. They're not tyrannical. Okay. They're okay. not even. They haven't even tried to take guns yet. What is happening is these guns are killing American citizens. So why which not is what arm you're them saying more? is supposed to prevent. So why not arm the Who average citizen arm? more? So you're saying let's slow down the mental health checks and give more people with mental no, health issues guns. Not, that's not what I'm saying. You're stretching that. What I'm saying is that there needs to be more gun education, um, more gun training. So you're telling me that, because that's why it's called a mental health issue is because it's not in the norm. So the vast majority of Americans don't want to just go spray these people down. Now, I agree with you that, that these people, there's something wrong and that we should do something to, to kind of, to, to keep guns away from the wrong people but there's no efficient way to do it without is. without Stop disarming mass the producing the guns but they're not being mass produced they i mean are. when you look at the vast majority 
of of gun gun owners that are registered that that have guns registered to them don't commit crimes with these things. The vast majority. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying that the vast majority doesn't. And I'm saying that these mental health issues, we call them mental health issues because they're not normal. And so if you give more gun education to these people, you give more gun training. So if somebody walks into that store and half so, of the store is armed. Time out. Your whole basis of your argument is to find these people that have these mental health issues and that do want to commit these mass shootings and teach them how to shoot. No, I'm saying that in high school, we should be educating our our, our children on the the facts that that guns can do damage. Why guns, would we force guns on people? We're not forcing guns on people. We're giving. You're saying to give a gun class. We're in teaching high school. That's children. Ridiculous. We're teaching our children their rights. We're teaching them how to use their rights responsibly. Why would that even? What would that help? That would teach somebody who has this idea to go do this, and it would give them the means to be able to do it. The only efficient way so to you're stop tell, this but you're is telling to, me right now. The only efficient way to stop this is to. Get these guns, guns that keep killing people out of. So that's like, what you're get saying. Get out so of the equation. Take guns. I'm that's saying take saying. these guns. Yes, it's got to stop. It's oh, like it's ridiculous. It's that's unconstitutional. It has got to stop. And the Constitution has been amended how many times? Yes, it's been amended, but there's never so, been. There's let's never make an been. Amendment. There's never. It's always been an amendment for more freedoms. There's never been a, a, an amendment where the government said, "I decide how you can." So the government can't decide that they give these twenty people that just died in El Paso the freedom to live. That's a freedom. So I'm telling you right now that if if so let's use let's use these 40 people that that we know were hit because um, the the 20 people that were taken um, you know it could have it could have been their backs were you know to the gunman I, I'll give I'll give any argument for that one um, but so you're telling me right now that out of those 40 people if 21 of them were armed you're telling me that as soon as they heard a, a, a gun so start you popping want, off so your solution to this is to give these weapons to 21 people walking around Walmart? No, my solution is to teach people how to use them. Why to are we understand, to the point? To understand the reality of, of the power that they hold when they're holding a gun. And when things like this happen, they get snuffed out almost immediately. Because Why? That's, because we don't ever talk about the, the shootings that happen that are stopped instantly by by the gun by the gun owners we always talk about the 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 areas that have the most restrictions on guns and and because that's what's happening is the areas that have the most restrictions on guns this stuff is happening in this texas happened in texas but it got the snuffed out immediately place immediately it, it got did not 20 out. people died and it took four hours for them to even find no no, no i'm talking about i'm talking about citywide I'm talking about citywide in Texas in, in the exact same state we're it talking just about. It makes no sense to me why we're at the point in this society where this keeps happening and yet pro-gun people are still making the argument, oh, give more guns. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's just ridiculous. Like, obviously this is not working. We have access to, in Texas to whatever gun we want, basically. And it happened in Texas. In the, we're in not, a, it's not working. But it's in a city that has... High gun restriction. So when you start comparing similarities is mental health and gun restrictions. I mean, that that's that's what's screaming at my face is that having gun restrictions hurts the population. Well, how does it hurt the boy? Who does it hurt? Because obviously not having gun restrictions is hurting more people than anything right now. So no, who does it hurt if we restrict no, these guns? No, you look at... You look, there's, you look at the top cities that have gun restrictions related deaths and they're all cities that have 
large restrictions on guns. So again, so what I'm but saying, but these aren't what's mass straight, killings that you're referring to. These Chicago, are like cities like Chicago. Ma- they're not mass killings. Mass they're drive-by killings. shootings that are. I mean, it's not good, but one or two people are dying. They're not no, someone not walking true. into Walmart there and shooting down forty people. No, I'm it's talk- not happening. I'm talking there. about the shooting, the, the shootings that are happening in Chicago, where there are twelve and fifteen people dying. And now it's gang violence, and and there are people shooting and shooting back and forth at each other. But these okay, these so- are areas. These are areas that where guns are restricted the most. So where you have the least opportunity to to protect yourself. I mean, I mean, it, and and I'm not trying to say what? that. Th- one second, I'm not trying to say that that what this guy did could have been prevented with one, you know, one John Wick or something. Like what I'm saying is that if there were more guns in the area, guess what would have happened? As soon as a few shots would have popped off, everybody would have drawn their no, guns. No, wouldn't have because there were guns. People, there was a, a guy on the news who was talking about he had a gun, he had a handgun. <clears throat> which he so why he, chose, he, he it? used it to protect the people he was in the store with. He wasn't at the actual shooting. He was down the street. He protected them people. He didn't have to use it. But what was he going to do? Go run out there with his handgun, with police around who have guns, get himself shot by either the cops or the shooter because he can't compare to that gun. So why would we... What is your right mind makes you think more guns is the solution? More protection is the solution. It's not working. Well, because it is working. Because again, How is it working? You look at, this you happened look at in areas, the most... You look at areas that have less gun restrictions than uh, these these democratic cities. This is a state law. The city has nothing to do the with city, their gun restrictions. But they, they have but no they more can. gun they restrictions. They can add gun restrictions. But they don't right now. They do. And it in just Paso, happened in El Paso. Do. No, they don't. They have the same laws yeah, they we do, do you in know Abilene, how hard Texas. It is? You know how hard it is to get... It's not hard. It's the same laws. They can go... It's not easy. They can go a county away and get the same guns. They're, okay, they're in the place... Okay, so, so you're... They have a military that, base. They have. There's No, it's... The restrictions aren't any higher in El Paso. They're not. And they, they, there's no proof to that at all. There's no more restrictions. It is a state law. It is easiest to get guns in Texas, and this still happened in Texas. Well, but the city can tax you. Do you know where separately. else this happened? The in city Dallas, can tax, Texas. The city can tax you separately, so therefore the city can add okay, well, laws what's on your, top of restrictions. This as happened long as they in Dallas, Texas. Laws. Where's your argument there? It happened in Dallas. Where? Oh, yeah, because it was at a it was at a Black Lives Matter rally where there were civilians shooting at police officers who happened. That's to not shoot. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the what, mass shooting when all the policemen were killed. Yeah, that was at a Black Lives Matter rally. What does that have to do with the black? That has nothing to do with the Black Lives. No, Matter it was rally. at the rally. Yeah, okay, the, but guy, what is, the that, guy that came, the guy that was shooting was yes. aiming at police officers. But this still happened there, where it's the least restricted, and everybody was protecting themselves. And it he still got happened taken because down. he had a giant gun and killed and got, how many people? But he got taken but down. How many people did he kill? Why do all these people have to keep dying before we do something about this? Because what you're asking to do is you're restricting freedoms. You were you you if you can't protect yourself, how can you? It's truly not be restricting free? freedom. It's protecting our citizens. It's like it's ridiculous. I don't get where this argument comes in thinking more guns is the answer because more guns is not because it's working. been proven that it's I where mean, has it been proven ev- every single play again when we talk about mass shootings where do they happen in yes, america one, clearly in america it's clearly, just we're america. talking about america in all these other countries here. where they've got rid of all guns it's not happening it happened in new zealand which yeah, is one of the is. worst and it happened one time what, what it so, did not in australia they have they've had one shooting in the past 12 years we've had four this year england let's okay i'm gonna use england again as my example there's still gun violence that's happening there. Minimal. 
It's still happening. It's minimal. So then, what's this your is next not step? happening so again, in England. But what, you're, but what you're doing is you're you're go, you're getting on this slippery slope where, yeah, today it might be rifles, which I st- I think is wrong. Today it's rifles. Tomorrow it's handguns. Well, nobody had a rifle in there to protect themselves. This I'm guy walked in with two handguns and mowed slope. and mowed down twenty people. Still, we have already fell down the slope where people no. are doing mass shootings for no reason, and they're able to do it because of the ease of access. No, I mean, because these people I mean, that are doing not it, I mean, they're not on the radar. That's an assumption. They though. have the guns freely. All two of them, past two big ones, they got them from their parents. The one in Las Vegas, he had the guns legally. Everything was okay. legal. So why are they able to have this? Like, when are we going to say well, this is not no okay because anymore? There's, because there's, there's absolutely no way. Because these people with mental health issues, maybe they don't get a, a rifle this time. Maybe they get a handgun. And again, you go in with... Two handguns. You got a clip in each that's loaded completely, all so, of, uh, completely full. My with two question extra is clips, why, why the damage is still going to be done? So again, why today it's is rifles, this, tomorrow it's handguns. Why is this entitled? It's my right attitude so important, and it's to the point where the preservation of life no longer matters because we want to save this. Oh, it's my right thought. Well, no, it's it's for preservation of life and again it has preserved no life that's no that's one has saved false. anybody on any lot, of these with an assault of, rifle there have been a lot of cases where guns have saved lives i'm I mean, not more so guns. than I'm not more even, so more so lives have been saved you're talking like i'm guns. advocating for taking all guns i'm not well but, but we don't have slope. any that's, need that's for these guns no because it is if it it's got us it already is limited we can't have automatic weapons it's already limited so let's take it one step further and get these guns that are doing this damage out of the picture, because then it then it moves to handguns. Why would it move to handguns? Because the same thing. Okay, How does that so, make sense? Because, like I just said, if you go into a, uh, I'm, and I'm going to use the same example that I've been using, you walk into a Walmart with two handguns, extended clips. They're completely extended clips full. are illegal. Okay, well then so normal they get clips. It, it's so illegal normal anyway. clips. Oh, well, again, I mean, I don't think they're really concerned with the legality of their clip. They if they're are. Going to These do people damage. are doing it with their legal weapons. So you're telling me right now, if somebody wanted to do mass amounts of damage, he's gonna go, well, oh man, it's 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 illegal to get an extended clip. What I'm saying is, okay, what I'm saying is, these people that are doing it are getting these big guns. They're getting them legally. So you walk in there, you walk into a gun with with normal clips. How how much would the would a Glock? How what what is the Glock size? How how many how many bullets can you? Fifteen, I believe. I mean, approximately fifteen to thirty. In in one clip, fifteen to thirty. One magazine. The clip goes on a piece of paper. I'm sorry, that was really funny to me. <laughs> that better not come out of here. <laughs> so he walks in, and he's he's got a magazine that's that's fully loaded. Two of them. He's got two guns, two full magazines, and let's just assume we'll we'll say 15 for argument's sake. He walks in there with the magazines and the guns, and two in his pocket. So you're telling me he can't do the exact same amount of damage with that? And so the point that I'm making here is no, he can't do the same amount yes, of damage. He can. Have you ever reloaded a handgun? It's hard. It's not easy with one but hand. But it's not impossible. If he has a gun in each hand, it's hard. It's easier to have one, your hands on this one rifle, pop the magazine out, pop the magazine back in, and mow down people than it is to do it with two handguns. So, yes, it would minimize. I mean, maybe not. It won't prevent all of them, but it will minimize. Well, but that's what I'm saying. At and this then, point, and then what, tomorrow, when are we going to stop minimizing? Well, but then tomorrow your argument is going to be, well, we need to get rid of handguns because people are dying because of handguns. It's, it's a slippery slope, and you can't. There's never going to be a way to fully. That that's why we have the laws. Slope is, I'm on that's why is... we have laws is because people are horrible. People are horrible. I'll give you that. People are horrible. But there's no way that that's. I mean, when people break laws, 
When people break laws, they're reprimanded. So, the reason that we have laws is because people do things outside of those laws that aren't okay. What does that have to do with these people getting these guns legally? It has everything to do with it because... Today, like I said, today it's rifles. Tomorrow it'll be handguns because that's not it's true. still going to happen just, with handguns. Even there's no not, way to is, completely damage, snuff out murder. The damage there's just that no was done today happen. is it's, not getting done by one person with handguns. It's just not. Or what about yesterday. two people? Okay, then that's a different so, but, argument. But, but you're I'm not saying. stopping that that's regardless. They'll go exactly. if that's, but you can minimize the easiness of this happening to these people like this nerdy little guy that did it yesterday. You can stop that. That can be prevented by no, taking the gun away. It can't be. Yes, it can. Him and his buddy. Or, he may or do something else stupid. Canada. Right now in Canada, there are two boys. They're boys because they're, I mean, not only, I, I, I think being a man has everything to do with how you carry yourself and, and your actions. That's sexist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going to respond, but I couldn't. That, that was so funny to me. Um, there are two boys in Canada who are going around killing people with handguns, with handguns. And it's hard as, it's hard as they, these two boys at one point killed 20 people at one time. No, not 20 people. Exactly my point. But again, you take, no, it's not over because again, a handgun. So you yourself said that it approximately 15 to 30 to 30 rounds and a lot less damage let's get that straight you're probably not gonna die from a handgun shot i mean if you get it one to the head or one to the chest these guys aren't trained like that i mean they may be like the guy in dallas but you're not you can take a shot but the damage is still gonna happen what i'm saying is that if the same damage isn't happening the same damage is give more citizens training and 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 to make the argument that somebody's gonna take this and use it against uh, uh, use this for for evil. I mean, it's going to happen no matter what. People people commit fraud, but they're you know Austin, people commit ridiculous. tax fraud, and they're You're they're taught math. Teach I mean, the people how to do it. That is defend dumb. Themselves. Defend themselves. They yes, went, you that's think exactly right. So why, if it's already an issue, why would we give more guns and teach them how to do it? Because the overwhelming majority, this doesn't happen as often as the media would have you believe. It doesn't. The media doesn't have to make you believe that this happened three times over the weekend. It did happen. Nobody's yeah, making. Happen, this is that, not a political thing. This is not a political agenda. This is not some Democrat trying to sway his way. Yes, they may use it afterward, and just like a Republican will use it, any other thing. But this is. They didn't go out and say, "Hey, here, go shoot all these people so I can get guns taken away." Nobody wants to do that, but this crap keeps happening, no, and it's got to stop. But when it's broadcasted to to the population, making it seem like it's happening more often than it really is. They're not making it seem. It, it is happening no, that often. it's not. It is. No, look, it's not. Let me look up the mass shootings. So you mean to tell me that this isn't the news is taking this and making it? And this is just Wikipedia. I know they're not a legitimate source, but the, all these shootings have happened. But the anybody, media is not taking... No, anybody can say what they want on here. I'm just talking about these shootings that have happened. Las Vegas, Orlando, Virginia Tech, Sandy Hook, Southern Hills, Sutherland Spring Church. 20, 20 people injuries shot. and 20 people dying. Okay, so 20 people things. being shot isn't a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a problem when people okay. are getting well, shot listen, by other people, but it's not a mass... I mean, that's not a... I mean, time I wouldn't call, after classify time. that. Time and the, you're talking time. about there long spans of time 20, between each other. These aren't long spans of time between each other. Since 2009. Orlando was 2016. Since 2009, there's been 25 mass shootings. It's got to stop. The news isn't taking this and making this a story. This is a story in itself. But 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 you're talking about, so you classified one of these things that's a mass shooting. And I mean, I guess technically, if a bunch of people get hit, it, I mean, I guess 
by definition, that would be a mass shooting. It is a but, mass shooting. There's, you can take was, the definition. But, but you're talking. I'm talking about. But agenda. I'm talking about. I'm talking about overall deaths. It could be snuffed out, like the 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 church shooting that was snuffed out almost as soon as it started. Why happening. are we having to snuff this stuff out? Why are we having to respond to this because stuff? People because are, the guns are available. No, because people are crazy. Because like I said, no. it doesn't matter what weapon you have. It doesn't matter the, what weapon you have. The guns are just available. No, it and doesn't matter what weapon gonna you matter. have. It's you just going to stop. And Murder's going to happen. It does not matter what goes on. So that leads me to my next point. I think this guy went from Allen, Texas to El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. Because he's under the idea that Mexicans are bad, illegal immigration needs to stop, and that's the real issue okay. here. So, I think a lot of this comes, and I'm not saying it's 100% Donald Trump's fault, but this a- this ideology that's coming in, people are getting shot in Muslim mosques, they're getting shot for Churches. races, they're getting shot for religions, and it's coming from this hate that's being um being solicited by Donald Trump. Donald Trump is he's made people dislike and think that these Mexicans are dangerous, which led this guy I mean, to go they do are. this. I mean they are I mean no, They're I don't not. one second, time out. I don't think Mexicans are dangerous. That that was that was that was a miss I, I misspoke. What I mean the overwhelming fact is is that illegal immigration i mean there there are there are murders everywhere due to illegal immigration i mean that that's more. a fact that's a fact the number of american citizens that kill people way outnumbers the number of illegal citizens illegal well, but, people but that those, but that people. but that's but that's our problem because they are american no, citizens I'm, I'm not condoning that what i'm saying is that these people are coming in illegally and they are committing crimes I'm, now not all of them but you can't you can't pin this on donald trump there's never been a president more instrumental in in uplifting the black community than donald trump that's just not true that's completely in what way? like the first step act almost not. exclusively deals with the black community with over cuz i think we can both agree that that black men are incarcerated at a higher rate than than white men. Now that that I'm not saying that due to the system. What I'm saying is that 53% of the crime is committed by 13% of the population. And what I mean by That's that is that no, that is true. Look at. F- but what I'm saying by that is we're also counting small. What is it called? We're we're also counting small amounts of marijuana on people, which I think is wrong. Small amounts of drugs. I mean, you're talking, you're talking. A lot of he said, she said moments too. And so what I'm saying is the First Step Act almost exclusively helped the black community. Not only that, but under this president, there has been the lowest black unemployment rate ever. Never in American history has there been a lower black unemployment rate. So what does that have to do with the Mexicans he's created well, this because idea all minorities, about that they're so bad. Minorities as well. I mean, my, minorities overall have the lowest unemployment rate Ever that was going to happen anyway. No, that Stop wasn't. That you can, credit oh, to Trump. Barack Trump Obama that. literally said that it would take a magic wand to what fix did, the economy. What exactly did Trump do to fix that? He deregulated business. There are more black-owned businesses being started now than ever. I mean, I mean, we're talking about somebody who has done nothing but uplift the black community and uplift minority communities. And we're calling him racist for it. This guy, I'm calling him racist for saying things like "go back to where you're from." 
Go back to your country. Go back to this. Which is creating a division, creating a hatred. If you look at his rallies, it's a majority of white people who wear these stinking hats, well, and these hats have become more of a fear of... These hats have become more of a fear, fear pushing, fear mongling. Like but they're not. Oh, that's... I'm this. I support Donald Trump. I'm right, and you're wrong. And I mean, but that's not. This... But that's not true. I mean, that's an opinion. That's he not. He has created a stigma on Mexicans everywhere. No, he hasn't. Yes, he no. has. He's, he's, he has literally said about... every single time, illegal immigrants. He has talked he's never about said how dangerous these illegal Mexicans or are, Hispanic, and how or Mexican Americans is what I'll say, and how dangerous all of this is. But yeah, it's it is not. dangerous. I mean, illegal immigration. I mean, MS-13. I mean, and we've talked about this. And and the I mean, the fact is, MS-13 is going to come in if they if they want to. I mean, I think we can both agree on that. But these people are still coming in, and they're still committing crimes at a higher rate than the average American citizen. It's not at a higher rate, but it rate. is. I mean, Even it is. Like my job for a living, I deal with criminals. Majority of per them capita. Are white. Mo- per majority capita. of these people are white. Well, there and are more white. Of I mean, meth issues, but well, like, it's not. Like these I said, thirteen percent of the population is what is what the black community makes up. There are more white people, so of course there are going to be crimes committed by white people. But what I'm saying is that there's that the the division that you're speaking of is just a figment of of the left's it's imagination. Not a figment. If this dude is going out and saying things that divide and create. Donald Trump, there has been no... If, if there was something that Donald Trump said that was inherently ra- inherently racist, are you telling me that the most scrutinized president in the, in the entirety of American... In the entirety of America is just going to be overlooked? No, they're going to blast it out. I mean, he's not but making these But why is demise. it okay that he's saying he's these not, things? He's not, though. He That's is. what I'm saying. When when we're talking about you're illegal calling him the most scrutinized. I'd, I'm pretty sure just eight or four years ago, I heard plenty of talk about hanging our president. Plenty of talk about secede, Texas seceding. I've heard plenty of well, talk I about... Think, I, think, I think we should secede. No, I think we should secede anyway. I didn't have anything I thought you to do loved with America. the president. I do love America, but I think that... Then why would we secede? Well, because the, the, the path that America is 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 going towards the due to the left a republican president we have a republican house and we're living in the greatest economic time in american history but there's been no other time no not right now not right but not right regardless this obama was just as scrutinized there were plenty of the same republicans that were mad at democrats for saying they're going to move to canada we're saying they're moving to canada when obama got elected the second time well okay so let me use this example so Obama's enforcement of illegal immigration was way tougher on illegal immigrants than Donald Trump's. And so why aren't we talking about that? Do you know why there wasn't a problem with it? Because he wasn't out publicizing what he's doing. He wasn't out saying... He wanted a wall, too. He said, I want a wall. He did say he wanted a wall, but he did not build a platform on the vision. It's just everybody hates him. He did not build a platform on the vision. Donald Donald Trump Trump didn't do that either. Donald Trump built his platform on building the wall. That was one of his first things he no, said, and he that was one that, of the things I mean, he campaigned about. No, I mean, in the first Republican debate, there was no there was no talk of a wall. Now, he did and, say that when he when he first came out, but that, that has nothing to do with division. I don't see how keeping non-Americans out of the country is a divisive stance. What I'm saying, though, is that Donald Trump didn't... I mean, this, this, device, this divisive campaigning that he had is a facade created by the media I mean, it's not created by the media i heard he, it myself he hasn't listened said to him. just listen to him talk he doesn't talk he doesn't talk about anything divisive he does, and that's all he talks about is his wall he no, talks he about how bad illegals are for us no he, he talks about go look at his twitter he'll tell you everything on there well his last yeah go look at the twitter his last rally had nothing to do with Getting rid of illegal immigrants. It had everything. He was attacking the left. I mean, he that's did. What, he talked no, about not sending, his last rally. Matter of fact, he was talking about getting rid of American citizens. 
senators for that fact, sending them back to where they're from, even though they're from here. That's divisive if I've ever heard it. There are presidents who have beef with senators. There are presidents who have beef with... But they don't go out and tell them to go back where they came from. That's the problem. I've said that that was a dumb statement. Okay, but that's, but what the, I'm that's saying my is whole that it's basis not, of my he's argument. He's not divided. He so, says stuff like that. But he doesn't. That was the one he and did, only and time that he continued. said anything about anything like that he he his his platform is built on unity by giving by giving the minorities more money which which comes from jobs you're giving them more freedom you're giving them the opportunity to build their lives how how they see fit i mean the fact of the matter is is i'm not sitting here i'm not even saying that donald trump is a racist i have said he said some racist things and i do think he does say racist things but he's created his followers, and he can't control what his followers do, but no. he's given them the platform to do things like mass shootings based off a of race to do. Like he's, but he's, not. he's given these people a voice that do want to divide. And but, he's the way he runs, the way he talks, the way he puts himself above everybody. And but he doesn't. Talks I mean, about how think certain people are better than other people and stuff like but that. But he doesn't. It just creates this society of division but and he may not be the one blatantly doing the division but he is the ringleader no he's not he doesn't say i mean i'm not gonna say that everything that he said has been oh unity 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 but what i am saying is that he's not projecting this this racist america thing he's not he's not projecting the attack somebody because they're not white he's not projecting anything like that nothing but he's that, allowing his Pete like whenever they what were do you doing mean the chant That's... at his rally he didn't stop it what chant the send her back chant okay but he didn't stop it but well, I mean what is he gonna say everybody get out right now no I mean I mean but he could be he he's the do? president of the United States he could say hey we don't do that here but but so what you're it telling me is that every up. single president that have had followers that have said something that they may or may not no other president has led with. a rally like that to happen in recent times. That, I mean, but, that, but but it's followers. You can't you can't control that. There have but been you can sway them a certain way. But what you're saying isn't divisive. He's not being divisive. You can say that. His followers may not be well informed. You can say that his followers may say stupid okay, things, and Donald I Trump says stupid things. Don't get me wrong. Nothing to stop it. I mean, what is he going to do? Like I just said, he could say, "Hey, we're not cool with that here." No, he sat back and let the chant go on. Well, because I mean, Ilhan because they were talking about Ilhan Omar, who did who did come over here, and she is a, a citizen, but they're looking into that because she married her brother to get here, so that's immigration fraud. But I mean, what I'm saying is that this president isn't as divisive as, as the the leftist media would but have you think. But he's not. So moving on from this topic, we're we're gonna talk about the Democrat uh the Democratic uh primaries and um I I think it's laughable. I, I, I don't think that there's a serious candidate um from the Democratic Party. I think all they've done is um I think they I just think they've gone so far left that they they don't really connect with with the average American, I, I I don't think that there's a candidate who has any chance at taking Donald Trump down this year, and I think that's made evident by the by the debates that have been going on. I I mean, when it boils down to it, it's gonna <clears throat> when these like I said, they've been weeding themselves out. One candidate I was high on was Kamala Harris, which this last debate she kind of shot herself in the foot, um, which they all do in the yeah, debates. And but this Booker guy, he's kind of. An idiot. He shined. <laughs> he was 
able to answer the questions. He was able. He was destroying Kamala Harris, which wasn't too hard for anybody that night. But uh, it's getting tough now. We're down, getting down to Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren once again, which I don't think any one of them stands a chance. But I think if one of these guys can come out like Booker or um, De Blasio can come in and if they can shine in these next few debates when they start to weed these out, these September debates are going to be very interesting to see who comes out. Well, here's my deal is is to kind of – de Blasio, the, the, the entire city of New York hates him. Um, and I think it's going to be hard for him that's to gain – That's No, that's – that's pretty. That's that's pretty solid. When he just when he said that he was running for president, they they, the, I mean, not every New Yorker, but there were a, a large group of New Yorkers that were very. De Blasio hadn't done a lot of good in New York, but what I think is, I, I just think they've gone so far left now that that the average American can't level with with anything that they're saying. Um, I, I think that. I mean, we've said it before, time is going to be the only thing that tells, but I think the American population has overwhelmingly shown that when a president gets in office, they, they, they tend to be reelected. I mean, there, there have been a few examples where that hasn't been true, but more so than not, the president gets reelected. Now, I, I think this president, it's going to be hard to vote against, against the strong economy. I think that alone is going gonna, is gonna to push him to a second term. I don't. I don't agree. I think he's putting his foot in his mouth too many times, and the American people see it because he lets it be known by any and everybody that'll listen, and I think he's coming down to the point where he's going to say something else dumb, he's going to open his mouth, and he's going to shoot himself in the foot, and it's going to, I mean, like I said, I don't see a candidate right now that can do it, but I think when they start to weed themselves out and it comes down to it, Somebody's gonna come out. And well, it's gonna and I'm be not saying, and I'm not saying Donald Trump is the strongest presidential reelect can, or Donald Trump has the strongest uh, reelection campaign ever. But what I'm saying is that that I, I I think people like having more money in their pockets. I think that business owners like paying less in taxes. Um, one thing that I do want to talk about with this though, and I've seen this an awful lot, and I, I kind of want to get your take on it. What I've heard a lot is is a lot of Americans have, have just been talking about overall not caring about either candidate, whether Donald Trump gets reelected or or a new president is elected. I I personally I, I think that as Americans you need to exercise your right. You need to be you don't need to be as informed as me and Danny, but I think that you need to be informed enough to make a decision because it is your right to pick who governs you and, and, and to just shrug that off, I think is wrong. I I think it's, I think it's a bad practice. I mean, I would love for everybody to get informed and everybody to vote, but again, that's also your right to not do it. So whatever people want to do, I mean, I'm, well, I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about, do you think that, that more people should be, like I said, maybe not as deeply informed as you and I, but but informed enough to make a decision. You're right. If if you don't want to vote, you don't have to, or and you shouldn't be forced to. But but do you think that more citizens should at least know what's going on? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go out and vote because you don't like Donald Trump's hair, <laughs> I mean, if that's gonna be your reasoning, yes, get informed and don't waste don't waste the vote. I mean, but I'm not. I mean, if you're not into politics and you just kind of really don't care, because at the end of the day, everything's gonna happen is gonna happen, and that's how you look at it. That's your right. Yeah. Well, I just think that more people need to know what's going on just because I think I think that's what our 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 nation was built on was uh, was knowing 
your candidate knowing, I mean, knowing I think their policies. And, and in today's society, people know a little more than they are. Our president tweets everything. Um, there's Twitter. Everybody's constantly updated. People know more than they yeah. ever have. So I think yeah. we're on the right path, and I think a lot of people are educating themselves. Maybe not the right way, and maybe not legitimate information, but people know more than previously. Well, moving on, um, we're going to transition out of politics, and um, we're going to transition right into the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott is just—he just continues to to really irk my nerves. Um, and I, and, and what upsets me the most about it is I defended him to you. And now I have to look like an idiot and say that we don't need him. Now I have to look like the guy that says, you know what? We shouldn't pay him. And weeks ago I was saying that we need to, I think, I think what I think needs to happen is I think Zeke needs to suck it up. Zeke's still on his rookie contract, just like Melvin Gordon is. And, and he needs to play this team could be a really hard team to beat, and they could be a contender. And, and and the fact of the matter is, when you do stunts like this, especially with the contract length that he still has, I think it hurts the whole team. And I'm not doing this just for the sake of argument, but my ideas flip too. Um, I've been listening to a lot of talk radio, and I just or sports radio, and watching a lot of ESPN. And Zeke is important. I mean, I hate he is. And I've always said don't pay running backs. It's not necessary. But this team is built around a Zeke Dak. Dak is not Dak without Zeke, and it got proved a couple years ago. He needs Zeke to run the offense. Well, and it's just going to – I mean, we've got to pay him. It's Well, what do you – well, do you think that it needs to be a payment that's a, that's a new – high or do you think that we need because i think if we give him a new contract where we're paying him more than we're paying him now i can agree with but to be a market setter i don't i don't think we need to i don't think we need to pay him more than we're paying todd Gurley, especially right now because we have amari cooper and oh, Dak that no, still need todd Gurley doesn't deserve anything todd Gurley <laughs> is worthless he's been injured since he got paid so no he does deserve way more than todd Gurley, which is why i think we're gonna have to pay him that monster contract and i mean at this point we've got to do it there's I think well. I think at this point, though, where where I will agree with you is is Dak isn't the same without Zeke. But I think Dak has more weapons now than he did when he didn't have Zeke. And Ezekiel Elliott continues to get in trouble. I think it's hard for me to support a team that's paying a guy that he's not being taken off the field for injury. He's being taken off the field because he can't handle himself in public. Don't get me wrong. I was in the same boat a couple weeks ago, and I was no, don't pay Zeke. He'll come. He'll come. He'll come. As we get closer to the season, and I'm starting to see a season without Zeke, I'm. It's just we're not going to the Super Bowl without Zeke. Well, and I think I think that we have a defense that's strong enough to to be competitive. We'll get in the playoffs. I think that we have an offense that, man. I think with the I think with the weapons with Randall Cobb, Amari Cooper, Jason Witten. I mean, I think that it's going to be a hard team to beat even without. We'll win Zeke. a playoff game, but without Zeke, we're not winning a Super Bowl. Well, but but again, I, I don't think we need to be a market setter. I think I think if we're going to pay him, we should pay him more because I I do think that he's proven that he's he's a running back who is not only better than than all the other running backs, but better than most of the defenses that he plays. I don't think that we need to pay him. Any other team, any other running back, and this is not just because I'm a Cowboys fan. No, don't pay the running back. But this team is built around Zeke and Dak and. If it does have to be a market setter, if he does have to become the highest paid player running back in the league, 
we've got to do it. It's we we're not winning a Super Bowl without Zeke. See, and I I don't think that I don't think that we need Zeke to win the Super Bowl. I think I think we have enough offensive power to do the things that we need to do on offense, and I think our defense is I think it I think it looks better than it has in a really long time. I think our defense right now is looking better than it has in in probably six or seven years. I agree, but. Um, that whole defense wins championship things, Tom Brady kind of threw that out the window. <laughs> so we need to do our offense, and our offense is Zeke and Dak. And it's Alfred Morris isn't going to – he's proved he can't come in and do what Zeke did. Well, but I think I think now – I think one of the things, though, that, that really hit Dak hard and the running game hard was our offensive line was not what it was that year. And I think and this year – it's not what it is this well, year. But we have, well, but we have we have Liel, Lyle Collins, we have Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, Travis and Frederick Tyrone Smith. one injury away from being gone again. He is, but we still have him for now. We have him now. And, and, and know, the we, only we weak spot – We also have Dak or Zeke now, but if we don't pay him – So then how do you want? structure this? Because if, if, if you pay Zeke this massive contract, we either don't keep Dak or any, any – any, We're not getting into Dak. Dak is, they'll pay Dak at the end of the year. Well, what about but Amari? Amari's not. I or mean, Randall receivers Cobb. are. I mean, they're coming in and out like it's nothing. We don't well, have to pay Amari. I mean, we need to pay Amari what he deserves, but he's not getting a record. No, and I'm not saying we pay him a record deal, but we, the Cowboys, the Cowboys have been well known to pay their players just about better than on average better than any other team in the league, don't get and me with wrong. the cap space. I don't think I don't think we can afford to be a market setter right now. I think and I think Zeke really, if the Cowboys wanted to, they could screw Zeke. Let him sit for three years. Let him let him keep playing on this rookie contract, and they'll pay this rookie contract. You tell me they a could, team that wants would... Zeke after three years of not playing football at all. I'll tell you, thirty-one teams that'll want Zeke after three years of no football. Well, in in three years, it'll be twenty-seven. He'll be twenty-six or 27? twenty-four still. He hadn't. He won't have in the three years t- wear and tear on him. Well, but but he will. I mean, he's older. But he's, he... the thing is, Amari already said he doesn't need the contract now. So no, he, he bought did. us enough he time. Did. So I mean, they can structure it to where Dak and Zeke both get paid, and they can get paid what they deserve, which is to be the two highest paid. Well, Dak doesn't deserve the highest paid, but he'll probably get it. Zeke does deserve to be the highest paid. He's the most valuable Agreed. running back to his team of Agreed. any running back in the league, and so he deserves it. I mean, we've just got to pay him, and well, there's nothing that's gonna. I mean, without him, we're not winning a Super Bowl. Well, I guess what I'm more frustrated with is that this team could could do great things, and he's sitting there disputing a contract right now. This is the best the Cowboys have looked since the 2014 Cowboys, and why is he doing this now? It just, in my opinion, it shows a guy who's not bought into the team. I mean, I think he is bought into the team, but this is just. As bad as it hurts to say this being a Dallas Cowboys fan, this is typical Dallas Cowboys. And things yep. are going good. There's got to be. <laughs> we've got to be in the news. Yep. Which brings yep. me to my next point. I kind of think Zeke is doing this to rest. I think he's going to take whatever contract they give him or don't give him. He just don't want to play in the preseason. Well, he's already I think denied. He well, they've, they've, they've given him a new offer, and he turned it down. Which he'd have to come to preseason if he took it. Yeah, I don't oh, think he yeah, wants to. I think he's just oh, – he'll be there game, week one. I don't think he's going to – I mean, him and Dak are best friends. Well, and I think I think these guys – I mean, the NFL is built up of nothing but alpha males, and I think when you start – but I don't know. I think, it, I think it puts a strain on the overall morale of the team when, when you do something like this. Like, it like, doesn't. Don't get me wrong. He, he's frustrating me and getting on my nerves, but 
We've got to pay him. Well, and see, but what what I look at is people like, and I'm going to use two pretty good examples, is uh, Dirk, no- Dirk Nowitzki and Tim Duncan. They both took pay cuts so that they could win championships. And, and what I'm seeing is a guy who... He cares more about his pocketbook than he does a Super Bowl ring. We, they, Dirk and Tim Duncan are two of the classiest players ever. Yeah, <laughs> they're not only great teammates, they took yeah. pay cuts. They're, you can't compare them to anybody. Nobody's going to do what they've done. Um, Let's transition to the Browns for a little bit. How do you think the Browns are going to do this year? I mean, I think they've got an awesome roster, and I think a lot of people think they're going to come in and win the AFC possibly, but... I think they're going to be typical Browns and be a complete letdown and break every Cleveland fan's heart. <laughs> See, and and the Browns are kind of like kind of like the Cowboys in the sense of when something looks good, it falls apart some way somehow. But I think I think with the offensive weapons that they have, I think I think having uh, Jarvis Landry and um, Odell Beckham on the same team is going to be a it's going to be an offense that's going to score a lot of points. I think I think their weakness is going to come down to their defense. I, I don't think their offense is going to struggle, but I think I think defensively they that's that's what will be their undoing. It is, but I think like Odell, it's going to take one touchdown pass to Landry that Odell was open on to destroy that team. In week one, True. Baker's going to throw a ball to Landry when they're both open, and instead, if, since he picked him over Odell, Odell's going to get hurt and. That's it, and it's the same old story. He's still fighting, talking crap to the New York Giants. He's yep. gone, yep, and he's still talking. To them. He's going to be a distraction. It's, I mean, I'd love to see the Browns do good. I felt bad for them for mm-hmm. years, but they're the Cleveland Browns, and they've got too much personality. And I think it's going to tear. They're going to tear themselves apart. Well, yeah, I, I think. I mean, I think you're right in that sense. I think as long as they can stay committed to the team. As long as they don't do what you just said, I think I think they'll be fine. I think I think they'll win. I think they'll win the AFC North. I think they'll I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, and then they Tom can, Brady will come in and beat them like he does everybody else. <laughs> I don't know, Tom Brady. I think this is going to be the hardest season that he's had in a long time. For five years, everybody has said Tom Brady's finally at the cliff and he's going over. And he's. Well, I'm not lose. talking about Tom Brady. I'm talking about his team. I mean, he he just lost Gronk. For sure, and I know Gronk's hurt all the time, but uh, when Gronk two is in, Super Bowls without but Gronk. when Gronk is in, he's a game Super Bowls changer. Gronk. But when when Gronk is in, he's a game changer. But he also doesn't have the same offensive line he he has this year. They left. He never has the same anything, and he still makes it work. He's no, I think I think I think he'll do just fine. I just don't think I, I don't think they're going to make a Super Bowl run. I think I never think that, and then they do. <laughs> well, I think that. Um, I think that Jason Garrett is uh, is in a little bit of hot water right now. Um, I, I think the Cowboys shouldn't. I think the Cowboys should have fired him a few. He should have been fired two ago. years ago. Yeah. But I want to root against the Cowboys to make sure Garrett goes away. But we've got the best roster yep. we've had in a long time, yep. so I want Garrett essentially to win. But that means we're stuck with Garrett if he wins a playoff game. Yep. Yep. So I, I agree. I, I mean, Garrett. He needed to go. He's Jerry Jones is little toy yep, who does yep. whatever jerry says but i've wanted him gone but now i mean i've got to root for him he's got to do good we've got to we've got to win yeah we've to, to win it's time um and i think i think there's going to be a lot of parallels between uh jason garrett and cliff kingsbury i think that i don't think that he's going to win i think I, I think with the talent that he had at texas tech for him to have the lackluster seasons that he, that he had see, i'm on the opposite stand cliff kingsbury he did amazing at Tech for what he had. Tech doesn't recruit. Tech doesn't get any players. They just don't. They get small-town players. They don't get the big schools. I mean, Baker Mayfield left there. I get there was the quarterback controversy, but he went to Oklahoma and walked on. 
Cliff Kingsbury still took that team, and they didn't win anything, but what he did with the points he was putting up, he's going to come into the NFL with offensive knowledge that we haven't seen before in the NFL. He's an amazing offensive mind, and I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be amazing behind Cliff Kingsbury. And so, what do you think they'll do this year? I I think I think the I think the NFC I think the NFC overall is a tougher division than the AFC. Yes, you have the Tom Brady's that win the Super Bowls every year, but there's only a few teams in the AFC that I think are competitive whereas the NFC I feel is it's just like basketball the west is way more difficult than the east is but the east seems to pull championships out I think I think that the division that they're playing in they're playing the Rams they're playing the Seahawks they're playing the 49ers and then it's going to be them so honestly I think that is going to be the only thing that's going to stop them is their own division because the Seahawks are going to be better than they were, and the Seahawks are always tough for some reason. Well, no well I think it's Russell Wilson. I, I like Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's Russell Wilson definitely carries that team, and he's a good teammate yep. and a player. But yep. on top of that, the 49ers are stacked this year. Yep. They've got that tight end, I forgot his name, and he was a monster last year. And then Garoppolo's going to come back, and I think he's going to be amazing. Jimmy G. <laughs> And the Ram, I think the Rams are going to have the big. I think the Rams could end up in last place. I don't think they're as good as everybody thought. Todd Gurley's not what he was. I mean, he got paid and then he was injured all the time. Well, and I think when you add the struggle of because I don't think that the Cardinals have a very stout roster, and you add you add a what is he five foot seven, five foot eight? How tall is Kyler Murray? He's not very tall. He's like five ten, I think. Oh, five uh, five ten. Actually, they, I think they measured him at six foot, but. He's not. He's not like Drew Brees. Everybody likes to draw that parallel where, well, Drew Brees is six. No, he's foot. like Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be the greatest quarterback at the end of the day. <laughs> that is debatable. Um, but I, I think that when you have a rookie quarterback coming in, it doesn't matter your your offensive knowledge. It doesn't matter what you can draw up on a on a on Again, a chalkboard. There was a little guy in Kansas City named Patrick Mahomes who was not a rookie, but. Was a rookie and shocked the NFL. Well, but I think Kyler Murray has a lot of parallels with him. And I well, think except Murray, for the arm, I think I think hands down the danger with Patrick Mahomes is that he could run and he, he I mean he's like Michael Vick. He's got a freaking cannon. Well, Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray does not can run. Yes, and he's going to open up. And Larry Fitzgerald is about to have the biggest fantasy tip. Get Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> finally, even though I'm always against him. But Kyler Murray is just he's. He's smart. He's a smart but, football player. Yeah, and you he's can got be, skill, well, natural skills. Yeah, but you can be smart. And but he when, does have an arm. He could have been a baseball player. He's got a massive arm. But not like Patrick Mahomes is the point that I'm making. Is He might be able to throw the ball well, but he's not going to be able to see over his offensive line. He's going to have to take but not, seven to ten step drop backs. Old, not only that, but I'm, I'm just going to say Leighton Vander Esch. You're telling me that if Leighton Vander Esch meets Kyler Murray in the middle of the field head-to-head that Kyler Murray's going to hop no, back up. he's going to juke the crap out of him. Mm-mm. He's fast. No, he's not going to. Lane Vander Esch ain't catching Kyler Murray. Kyler I Murray disagree. Is fast. Kyler Murray, and, and it's and it's been proven time and time again, there's not a running, there's not a run first I know, quarterback. I recall two years ago, very... I told you Patrick Mahomes was going to be the MVP next year. You laughed at me and told me he's a fluke and he's going to be a bust and that everything. It was his last year. And you told me that he was not good. You said well, he was he overrated and just nobody has seen him. And you said nobody's seen him. But he look won what the MVP did. and he should have won the Super Bowl. But well, but look what Dak did. I mean, Dak has proven that he's not the same quarterback that he was that first Without year. But, the- but the point that I'm making is that Kyler Murray isn't 
Patrick Mahomes. Not only that, mark the tape. Kyler Murray will have a monster year, and so will Larry Fitzgerald. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go on here right now and say that I don't think the Cardinals win half of their games. Cardinals get second place in the division behind the 49ers, and Kyler Murray is in running for rookie of the year. Mm-mm, I think. Mark well, it. I'm not gonna say Check that it. he's not gonna be in the running just because I think now that there's a lot of objective things that go into rookie of the year, but I think I think the way the division is going to go is I think it's going to be uh, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, and then the Cardinals. Um, well, let me give you mine. Like I said, 49ers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams. So we'll see how it goes. Hey, everybody. I just want to say thank you for joining us again on, on this episode of Debatable. Um, go follow us on Twitter, at Debate is Great. We're actually on iTunes now, so you can find us there. You can find us on SoundCloud, and we will be posting the links to our Twitter. So please go follow us. Let us know what you think. Let us know where you stand. Let us know who you think won this round.